Hello, Metro Augusta. This is Janice Allen Jackson welcoming you to the June 8th edition of Local Matters, a show designed to make you a more confident voter and a more engaged citizen. Today's show is brought to you by Janice Allen Jackson and Associates, which is my management consulting firm. Last week, we talked about why 70% of Augusta's registered voters did not vote. This week, we bring to you the candidates for Augusta Commission District 2, and they are Stacey Pulliam, who was the leading vote getter, and Vaughn Pouncey, who came in second. According to our voting system, if a candidate does not receive at least 50% of the vote plus one, there will be a runoff. So that is why we are being asked to go back to the polls on June 21st to select a winner in this runoff election. Advanced voting begins on June 13th, which means that we have a chance to do better this time. Uh, typically, the turnout is actually lower in a runoff than it is during the primary election. But just because that is what typically happens doesn't mean that it has to happen this time around. So I would encourage you, if you live in either District 2 you live in Super District 10, we'll have those candidates on with us next week, or anybody who is a registered voter in Augusta gets a chance to go back out and also vote in the mayoral runoff. So there are reasons to go back to the polls. Please don't get confused about that. Please don't forget that. We need as many people as possible to express themselves at the polls so that we can, as Augustans, elect people who represent our interests. However, before we get started with uh, Ms. Pulliam and Ms. Pouncey, I want to talk about those property tax assessment notices that everybody in town is talking about. Uh, I received my notices dated May 20th, and I know that everybody got sticker shock when they looked at those because the market value of many properties in Augusta was adjusted. Um, I looked at the notice and I thought, gosh, you know, what did they do here? What's going on? I compared it to the previous year's numbers. And yes, there was a pretty substantial increase, which of course is going to result in a higher tax rate because the amount of property tax you pay is based upon the assessed value of your property. I know there's a lot of confusion about this process, so I want to try to straighten out a little bit of that confusion before we jump in with our candidates today. Um, first off, if you look at the top left corner of that notice, you will see that the Richmond County Board of Assessors is who sent you that notice. The confusion that I'm hearing in the community is in regard to the Board of Assessors versus the tax commissioner. I want you to understand that it is the Board of Assessors that has a full staff. They're a relatively good-sized office uh, in Richmond County's, Augusta Richmond County's government, and they have staff whose job it is to go out, look at the various properties, look at uh, sales history and other things in our area, and figure out the approximate value of the properties that are on the Augusta Tax Digest. For a comprehensive description of that process, I refer you back to a couple of shows that I did in November of last year. 
on November 3rd and November 10th, I had Juanita Bernie, who is a member of that board. She's a member of the Board of Tax Assessors. And she came in to us to explain how this works. So if you need to listen to that show to get a better understanding of why the value of your property may have changed, I refer you to my website, and that is JaniceAllenJackson.Weebly.com, or you can just Google Janice Allen Jackson and Associates. I have a Local Matters tab there. You go to the Local Matters tab and just scroll through the episodes. As I said, the episodes ran, uh, it was a two-part series, November 3rd and November 10th of 2021, guest being Juanita Bernie for parts one and two. And she went through a comprehensive explanation of how the tax assessor's office determines what your property value should be. So that in a nutshell is what I wanted to share with you just for clarification. I know some of you are sitting there thinking, well, if it's the tax assessors and the chief appraiser, that's the person who's the head of that department, the chief appraiser, if they are the ones who are evaluating or setting a value on your property, what does the tax commissioner's office do? Well, the tax commissioner's office sends out your bill and they uh, have mechanisms in place to deal with tax delinquent properties. So you've got two separate offices, the tax assessors. They assign a value to property and then the tax commissioner's office collects the taxes that result from the value that has been set by the board of assessors. Hopefully that makes it a little bit more clear. Also, I want you to know that you do have the opportunity to submit a written appeal. The deadline to submit a written appeal is July 5th. Uh, so you've got a little less than a month to get that appeal in. If you believe that the value they have assigned to your home is incorrect, please file an appeal. Uh, I have done that once in my life and I was successful with that effort. Um, I just looked at the value they assigned in my house. I mean, it jumped up tremendously. I didn't think that was fair. So I filed an appeal and I actually was successful in getting the value of that property reduced for tax purposes. So there is a system in place to appeal if you believe that that value assigned to your house is incorrect. One other thing I would like to share in terms of values is that while I know if they assign a higher value to your home, that means that you're going to have to pay more taxes. And sometimes we're in a situation where we can afford to pay those additional taxes. And sometimes we're not. So I'll be completely upfront about that. But I will also say this is many times in particular in the African-American community, we feel like our properties have been undervalued, which in turn devalues the investments we have made to purchase and or renovate those properties. So as I was talking to some of my neighbors about the increases that we received, um, the notices, the increased notices that we received. One of them said, well, you know, this means that our properties are increasing in value, which he saw as a positive thing. So uh, there are some downsides, which is more taxes. But the upside is hopefully that home is contributing to your wealth, your uh, your net wealth, um, because the value has gone up which is to say that if you were to go in to get a loan, you had to fill out that personal financial statement, um, 
they're going to uh, know want to know what is the value of your property. And if that is increased, that increases your net wealth, which may put you in a better position to get that loan. Also may put you in a better position to generate uh, what we call generational wealth, which is to say that when you pass away, what you're able to hand down to your children, grandchildren, et cetera, may be worth more than it was previously. So it is not all bad uh, when your house gets a higher value. It really just depends upon our ability to pay those bills, but I wanted to point out that there actually can be some upside to an increase in values, whether we like it or not. Thanks so much for being a part of the Local Matters family. And uh, please listen carefully to the words of our two candidates in the district to runoff. Local Matters listeners, as you know, uh, we have a runoff for the District 2 seat on the Augusta Commission. Uh, the leading vote getter in the run in the primary is with us today, and that is Ms. Stacy Pulliam. How are you doing today, Ms. Pulliam? Doing wonderful, doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Thanks for Thank being so much. How are back. you doing? I am great. Thank you so much for coming back to the show. Um, because now voters are having to choose between just the two of you, uh, we asked some different questions this time around to get a feel for your outlook on being an elected representative of the people. Uh, and one of the first questions I want to pose relates to poverty in District 2. Um, district 2 is one of the poorest districts in Augusta. As a commissioner, you will cast votes that affect all districts, but please explain how the poverty in your district will impact how you approach the job of being a commissioner. Right. And so it's honestly what I've been saying this whole time. You know, I want to be the voice for everyone in my district and every group in my district. So casting votes for poor, middle, rich, your voice matters. That's basically what it boils down to. So if it matters to you, it matters to me. There are certain resources that are needed in District 2, but not only um, resources, there are sometimes people don't know to ask for certain things. So as we get into the infrastructure issues, as we get into the blight, you know, a lot of those issues are in our communities that are more, some of them are closer to impoverished. Um, or not impoverished necessarily, but as you talk about poverty, um, some of those issues reside within those areas. So being a voice and speaking up and saying, we need these things, making sure that District 2 is always heard. That's what I plan on doing is being that voice. All right, thank you. And one of the other issues that not only plagues District 2, but all of Richmond County is the lack of voter participation. Um, there were 11,900 registered voters in your district that did not vote in the May 24th primary. What is the message that you want to share with them? You have power. Use your power. There, you know, 
for so long, or I rather go back to, there was a time where there were groups of people that were not able to vote. And now it's afforded to so many, use your voice. You are powerful beyond measure. We can't complain about what's not being done if we won't use the power that's been given to us and casting that vote. You control who gets in office. Do your research. Don't just listen to what we say. Go out, research not only our platforms, but who we are. And when you do that research, get to the polls and use your voice. Your voice matters and we need you to use it. It's that clear cut. Use your voice, use your power. You are powerful. Use it. All right, thanks. And the next question, uh, we know that throughout your uh, career and your personal life, you've had to work with people of various backgrounds. Um, what would those people say about their experience in working with you? Um, most people say I'm very pleasant, <laughs> but I play no games. And so in layman's terms, <laughs> the playing no games, you know, I fight for justice. I really do. If it's right, we're going to, that's what we're doing. We're going to do what's right. We're going to go after what's right. Um, I get along, I can get along with honestly anyone. I'm that person. So it doesn't matter if our backgrounds vary, if our beliefs vary, none of that matters. When you're in the service industry, you service, um, you know, so many different types of people. And so being able to get along with people, that's what it's about. And so I can get along with you and disagree with you but I'm going to state my case and people will tell you that she's not going to back down. If she believes in it, she's going for it. But they will also tell you that I have a heart for people. I want to make sure that people are taken care of and that justice is served. So that's what most people would tell you about me. All right. Thank you for responding to those questions. The one final question we have um, uh, is asking you if there's anything else that you want to share with our listeners, um, if there's a place they can go to learn more about you as a candidate for Commission District 2, uh, please share that with our listeners at this time. Yes. Um, I tell everyone Google is a powerful tool. If you just Google Stacy Pulliam, S-T-A-C-Y-P-U-L-L-I-A-M, I'm going to come up. For my campaign, it's S-P, the number four, Augusta.com. That's my website. And then that's also all of my social media. So it's Stacy Pulliam for Augusta. So I actually spell the word out, F-O-R, Augusta. But um, just know that I'm in overdrive right now because I know, again, that I do have a heart for the people and I know District 2, we're going to we're going to turn this district around and I'm ready for it. OK. All right. We got a couple of minutes left. Is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners before we close out? 
just get out there. Um, you know, as Ms. Janice has already said, get out there and vote. That's, that's really the message that I'm out there spreading. People that have been following the races, they know my platform. My platform has not changed because my platform is, in fact, based off of my interaction with the community. I didn't create a platform and then go to the community. I went to the community to create my platform. So it, it wasn't just buzzwords. It wasn't just cliche things, you know, blight reduction, infrastructure improvements and reliable transportation. Those were the top three. But there's so many different things. We want to bring economic development to our area. That's very important. We want small businesses to thrive. We want people to be able to own the homes that they live in and be able to purchase homes if, if they do so choose to. But getting out there and casting your vote, that is important. We need you to vote. You've got to speak up. Vote. Early vote starts June 13th. And then the runoff election is on June 21st. If you need anything, feel free to reach out to me on my platforms. All right. Thank you so much, Stacey Pulliam, for being a guest again on Local Matters. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Local Matters listeners, today we also have Dr. Vaughn Pouncey. She has been been successful in making the runoff for the District 2 seat on the Augusta Commission. How are you doing today, Dr. Pouncey? I am doing well. So happy to be here with you again, and I thank you for this opportunity to share with the voters. Wonderful. Our first question relates to the poverty in District 2. As you know, it's one of the poorest districts in Augusta. As a commissioner, you will have to have to cast votes that affect all districts. But please explain how the poverty in your district will impact how you approach the job of commissioner. Yes, ma'am. Thank you um, for that question, because I do think it's, it's an important one that sometimes gets overlooked. As we look at District 2, and I would totally agree with you, it is one of the districts that is uh, deemed to be one of the uh, most impoverished. I think that we need to make sure that we are addressing within our community, within Augusta Richmond County, the things that we are labeling as needs and the things that we are labeling as wants. And I know that as we talk about the critical issues that we have of blight, uh, transit, uh, food insecurity, you know, those are all economic development issues. And then when we address our business development issues of growth and expansion, and our ability to bring in new people into the market to invest. And of course, as we address our people development issue of crime, I do believe that we have to make sure that we are addressing the needs, meaning the things that must occur to really look at the wants that we wanna to have to, uh, I guess I would say, if anything, to polish off the infrastructure and the foundational decisions that we must make to move the county forward. As someone in a district that is considered to be one of the most poverty stricken, I definitely am acutely aware of some of those needs that we have within this Augusta Richmond County that need to be addressed. And those will uh, be at the forefront of my mind, as well as what our constituents want as well. Right. Thank you. Uh, then we'll shift gears and talk some about voting um, in District 2. There were 11,900 registered voters who did not vote in the May 24th primary. What is your message to them? 
Well, I'd like to have a new message for them because as a person that has been the VP of the NAACP, I know I have been very active in talking with people in our, in our community about, you know, the fact that their voice is their vote. So maybe we need to frame it a little bit differently. So my message to them now is our lives will improve when we do things differently. And the good thing about making that statement is that we have so many people that ran campaigns talking about change. And actually, as we're down to the last six of us, we're still talking about the fact that we need change. Change means that we have to do something different. And we're always a little bit slow to be receptive to that because we get into comfort zones. And I've been a person myself that has sometimes felt like my one voice, my one vote won't make a difference, but it actually does. And I think we've seen that with election after election when we have people that are put into positions of power or leadership, but yet they don't quite have the ability to represent the entire Augusta Richmond County. So what I wanna to say to them is take a chance. You know, if you're one of those people that did not vote because you really felt like there was no point in it, or you really felt like everyone else was going to be voting, so why does it matter about you voting? Primarily, it matters about you voting because you have the same right as everyone else to be heard. And that's a part of my people development platform that I really will be working on after. Everybody matters and everybody counts. And it's, a, it's time for us to come together and do things differently and take the risk of putting ourselves out there even when we feel like it may not be impactful, let's take that risk, let's take that chance, and let's see. All right, our next question, shift gears again. Uh, we want to talk about uh, what people who have worked with you would say about you. We know you've interacted with people from various backgrounds. Um, please tell us uh, what they say about Dr. Brown Pouncey. <laughs> um, Clear communicator. I get to the point. I'm very, very, very compassionate. I don't judge. I empathize a lot. When I'm having a conversation with someone, especially when it's not one that's as targeted as, you know, the ones that you and I have had as we have uh, interacted together. But when I'm, I'm sitting down with someone and, and we're talking about an issue or we're talking about a feeling or a life concern, I ask questions. I'm a great listener. I try my best to gather as much information as possible, to be very, very open-minded to all perspectives, and to understand that none of us are perfect. But a leader, which is what I consider myself to be based on my career and based on the roles that I've served within community. Like I said, I was a VP for the NAACP. I've been a teacher. I've been a dean. I run a nonprofit. And what I do most what most people would say about me is I listen first and then I respond second. And I make a point to always frame things in such a way where it's not about a right or wrong answer or a right or wrong response. It's about what works for you in your life and what you're going through. And, um, you know, you've responded directly to my questions. Thank you. At this point, is there anything else you would like to share with our Local Matters listeners? Yes, I would like to share the fact that 
this election cycle has been pretty rigorous. I think all of us that have run would say that. We have to applaud the fact that we've had so many people in the community that have wanted to, to represent. There's so many people in the community that stood up and took the challenge of trying to be the voice of the people based on what perspectives or what things that they saw that needed to be addressed. And so everyone must and should be applauded. And now we're down to a final selection of six. What I want to first do is thank every single person that showed up and voted for me. Were it not for those people, I would not be having this conversation with you right now. I'm so happy about that. I want to thank them for their trust. and their, But I also want to say to them that I need you guys to come back out again. For those that did not vote for me, I want to make the big appeal to you to check me out. For whatever the reason, your vote may have gone to another person, but now we're down to two people that truly care about this district of two and truly care about this community. And what I want you to do is take a look at my background and, think, and my platform, and I want you to vote your interests. As someone that is in District 2 trying to represent District 2, I want you to know that I have lived a life of just about every constituent here. So I've overcome the poverty to deal with, in some cases, trying to overcome a system where you're getting assistance, but you're still trying to gain that independence. But then I've been someone that's been able to take care of it, build a home, and have positions of leadership. So many conversations that will go on in this district, I can relate to because I have been through them. But most importantly, I want you to know that the biggest difference I think between me and my opponent at this moment is my people development initiative. Yes, I believe in blight, it needs to be reduced. Yes, I believe that we need to have a better transit system. Yes, I believe that we need to have the ability for business development and expansion. But at the root of all that, the foundation of all that is you. So when we invest in ourselves and when we rebuild this community, things like crime, things like our dependency on the transit system, things like light, they will diminish because when we start investing in ourselves and re-educating and retooling and learning how to be able to do budgeting, ourselves in positions to be entrepreneurs and better take care of our families and demand a better educational system. When we get ourselves retooled and rebuilt in that way, then some of our issues or symptoms, if you will, they will diminish, but it first starts with us. And that is the foundation of my campaign. The foundation of my campaign is you and the fact that your vote matters because your voice matters because this is all about you. So I'm asking for your vote and your support. Please check me out. And again, I wanna thank those of you that already have shown me your support. I hope to earn it again. One last question. If voters want to learn more about you, where can they find information? I have a campaign website, www.electfundpouncy.com. And of course, they can always call me on my cell, 706-877-9955. Thank you so much for joining the Local Thank Matters you. family today.
Thank you. I hope you learned a little bit more about the two candidates in the District 2 runoff, um, Ms. Pulliam and Ms. Pouncey. Um, the answers that they shared with us today should give you some insight into which one of those candidates would be better suited to represent you. I will also add that even if you are not a resident of District 2, I know that you know people who live there, friends, family members, church members, et cetera, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with you sharing your opinions about their comments and how you view those candidates, because at the end of the day, anybody who's a member of the commission takes votes that affect you. Next week, our guest will be uh, John Clark, who is the incumbent in Super District 10, and Wayne Guilfoyle, who is his challenger. Uh, they will come in, answer similar questions. And I want you to realize that Super District 10 represents half of the residents in Augusta. So there's a we all have an interest in ensuring that the best possible candidate wins that race. Be blessed. I close with my favorite Bible verse from 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This show is designed to contribute to each of those, giving you the power that comes with knowledge, demonstrating love for your local community, and offering you wisdom for decision-making so that you possess a sound mind when it comes to these topics. Please tune in next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. here on WKZK, 1600 AM, 103.7 FM, and WKZK.net, because local matters.